Frontier Missions Journal. Stories of hope for the unreached with Adventist Frontier Missions. The local bus screeched to a halt and we pressed in as best we could. To say that there was standing room only would be an understatement. Diesel exhaust, body odor, and humidity made the hour-long bus ride seem like an eternity. How many times would we have to make this trip? Would we find a suitable house to rent? Would we find our way back to where we were staying at the end of the day? These were the questions that lingered in the mind of the Patel family. It can be frightening not to know what the future holds. In Isaiah 42 verse 16, God says, Now will lead the blind in a way that they do not know, in paths that they have not known, I will guide them. I will turn the darkness before them into light, the rough places into level ground. These are the things I do and I do not forsake them. The Patel family moved forward, remembering the promise of God that He will guide their every step, no matter what the circumstances. The Patel family weren't allowed to stay in the borders of the Hamadri kingdom, so they had to find a place close to the border to reach the people there. Thank you for joining us with Frontier Mission Journal. The following story will be called The Lighthouse. Hello, my name is Bear Patel. Bala and I, along with our four children, have been called from our comfortable home in the Rocky Mountains to new territory, new challenges, and a closer walk with him. This was a new project in an unentered land. While we were not permitted to live within the borders of the Hamadri Kingdom, God called us to a dusty border region where we can interact with the Hamadri people. But where would we stay? Who would help us? Only God knew. Just days before our arrival, we were given a phone number of a man who was a friend of a friend. Bikash lived about an hour away from the city where we were going to go. His accent was thick and the connection was poor, but he agreed to pick us up at the airport and invited us to stay in his home until we could find our own place to stay. Would he actually be there when we touched down? Praise God, he was. The Lighthouse Please, God, don't let me get sick, I prayed silently. My family and I had come to a remote corner of Asia to start Bible study groups, but first we needed to find a place to live. The bus lurched forward, and I gripped the back of the seat beside me. I was standing in the aisle, wedged between the edge of a seat and the people crammed tightly behind me. The bus had been full before we got on, but it stopped for us and we had no idea when another bus might come. Turning sideways, we pushed in 
until we found a place where there was a little breathing room. Several men hung out the open door as the bus sped along. The aroma around me kept me from taking deep breaths, and I had to stoop down to look out the front window. Contemplating the 45-minute ride ahead of us, the possibility of motion sickness in the packed bus gave me a feeling of panic. Behind me, my 13-year-old son had no view out, being shorter than the people packed around him. After several stops, a man motioned for me to take his seat, and I accepted, so grateful for the kindness. The bus ride ended by the edge of a dusty road. Cars and trucks and motorcycles poured past with much honking. I stepped out, trying to avoid the mud, and saw goats dodging between shops and dogs nosing through some garbage. We were soon walking up a narrow street, avoiding cow pies in the road and looking at the houses. Somewhere in this town, we needed to find a place to live. A house with three bedrooms and a garden. A place with running water and a safe place for our children to play. Was there such a place? Bear pointed up the hill to a new house, painted a bright blue. It was a place that he had been in to see with three bedrooms on the second floor. But there was no garden. We kept walking. Goats crossed the road. Cows grazed between the houses. In front of one house, a Hindu shrine was surrounded by a neatly swept courtyard. A statue of a cow was in the center. We walked for several hours and saw several houses for rent, but none were suitable. Two weeks later, it became obvious that the blue house was the best option in town. It was in a safe and quiet area and big enough to meet our needs. We held our breath as we inquired if it was still available. It was. In those two weeks, we had also met Riva, a Hamadri woman who lives five minutes from the house. She tutors Hamadri children and she offered to be our language teacher. For the past five months, she had been studying the Bible with intense hunger. She had become convinced that Saturday was the Sabbath and convicted of other truths she had learned from her contact with the Bible. We felt this was God's confirmation that we should rent this house. Friday night, we sat in a circle on the tile floor of the Blue House for worship. The house was going to be just what we needed. Access to the flat roof would provide a safe place to play and hang laundry and keep pots of vegetables and herbs. Mattresses were on the floor with sheets and blankets we had found in town that afternoon. Just before sundown, a local friend had brought us a propane stove. I had brought two pots with me and we found rice, lentils, cabbages, onions, tomatoes, bananas, oranges, and even pomegranates at the local market. And we had found bleach and soap to clean them with. After songs and scripture, we gathered at the door to dedicate the house to God. The children watched as Bear put oil on the doorposts, and we named our new home the Lighthouse. Situated on the side of a hill, that name seemed perfect, literally and spiritually. Saturday morning, we went to Riva's house. 
She had invited us to come over for fellowship, and we found several others were joining us in her tutoring classroom. Reva's eyes were sparkling with joy. That week, her husband had decided to cancel Saturday classes for his students. Raised a Catholic, this day would be his first Sabbath. Reva told us how she had grown up Buddhist, then had visited different Christian churches. But through all this, she still felt an unquenched hunger. Learning about the Sabbath and having all her questions answered from the Bible had finally brought her real peace. I have been praying and crying to God to send someone to teach us and help us to know the truth. And now you have come. Will you lead our worship today? Tears came into my eyes as I told her how much we had been praying for her and her people for the last two years and how much joy we found meeting her and hearing how God has led her. As we closed our worship, Reva poured out her heart in a beautiful prayer. Simple words, but each one from her heart as she asked God for so many of the same things that we had been praying for also. And then we talked. We talked about the challenges, the difficulties, and the opportunities facing us as we seek to reach Hamadri people for Christ. Coming to this town in Asia has been a journey of faith. On this journey, we have seen how God's hand has led us. At times, God's hand has pushed us quickly forward, and at other times there have been delays and God has held us back. We have had moments of fear and days of uncertainty. But sitting with Riva, I see how God brought both of our journeys together at just the right time, answering our deepest prayers. All along, God knew our longings, for He had put that hunger there. And now, as we look ahead, wondering just what course of action to pursue, we stand where we can see God's wonderful providence behind us. And ahead of us, God's Spirit is already here, moving among the people of Hamadria. I trust Him to keep leading us to find them. Thank you for joining us with Frontier Mission Journals. Join us again next time for more inspiring adventures in the mission field. Perhaps God is calling you to be a missionary, or maybe you can support a missionary in the field. You too can play a big role in reaching the unreached. If you would like to know more about Adventist Frontier Missions, then please visit our website at www.afmonline.org.
the Spirit with life from above into God's family divine. Justified fully through Calvary's love, oh, what a standing is mine. And the transaction so quickly was made when as a sinner I came to God the offer of grace he did Save me, O oh, praise His dear name. Heaven came down and glory filled my soul. When at the cross the Savior made me whole, my sins were washed away and my night was turned to day. Heaven came down and glory filled my soul. Now I the hope that will surely endure after the passing of time. I have a future in heaven for sure. There in those mansions sublime, and it's because of that wonderful day. When at the cross I believe Riches eternal and blessings supernal From His precious hand I receive Heaven came down and glory filled my soul When at the cross the Savior made My sins were washed away, and my night was turned to day. And